Hello, everyone. You're listening to Civics 101. I'm Nick Capodice. I'm Hannah McCarthy. And we have had a busy couple of months here at the show. Hannah, you just finished a reconstruction series, which I am in awe of. And we got other big series coming up, including, as you know, uh, one, if not two episodes about what is actually being taught in classrooms, civics and U.S. history wise across the country and the long history of textbooks, curricula and the unfortunately recurring theme of books being banned or burned. But Hannah, when I started researching, you know, what gets taught in classes, there's a thing I couldn't really fit in. And that's what I'm talking about here today. Learning outside of the classroom. And there's a demographic that we don't make episodes for. And in thinking about it, it led me to this guy who gets way more emojis in his podcast reviews than we do. I'm seeing a lot of fire emoji and also the side laughing emoji. And then starry eyes seems to be one that a lot of the kids are using. This is Ryan Willard. He and Pamela Kirkland co-host The 10 News, which is a news podcast designed for 8 to 12-year-olds. Right. We did a short piece for them a while back on the 118th Congress, just after the epic battle to pick a new Speaker of the House. This, yeah, this, this, this looks like this a bit of a heated incredible. conversation. Yeah. This is an incredible moment. McCarthy is now directly engaging Matt Gates, and, and you know, I'd love to get a lip reader in here, but... He's got to be telling him in no uncertain terms, you are you are screwing this for everybody. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to Ryan to, you know, get some advice. Because we work with a lot of civics and social studies teachers across the country, but that's mostly a high school audience. And I wanted to know, how can we talk to younger kids about the news? So I grew up in a pre-internet news era. I had no access to television news as a kid. I just had the newspaper that I delivered every morning. Concord Monitor, Carrier of the Month, 1988, by the by. You sure do know how to carry a bag, Nicholas. I do indeed. And I can't believe I'm about to say kids these days, Hannah, but I'm going to say it. Kids these days do have a greater access to media than any generation hitherto. Okay, but what news stories pique the mind of an eight-year-old? Do they want to know about the Supreme Court in Ukraine? Turns out a lot of them do. And Ryan says that even if we try to keep complex news stories away from younger kids, we are not very likely to succeed. This is, this is a personal opinion, but I would say kids are smarter than we can possibly comprehend. And they're taking in more information and have more information at their fingertips, literally, than any human has ever had at the, on this planet at a younger age than any human has ever had. So we try and just assume that they know so much that we don't know. So we're trying to always figure out how we can give them more and more information because when we looked at our comments on our, uh, on our podcast, we were finding so many kids were requesting more information about Ukraine. And we had a lot of parents say, well, is that appropriate to talk to kids about the war? And the answer is yes, of course it is, because if they're not hearing it uh, at school or from their friends or from their parents. They're definitely finding ways to see it online that we don't know about. And when we look at the things that when we were kids, we were finding and ingesting that our parents didn't know about, uh, it was alarming. Just want to say here, I had a nook in my bookshelf with like a door on it where I tried to keep the literature that I hid from my dad which was entirely D.H. Lawrence and Gene M. All. Okay, and maybe 10 years old was a little early to watch Midnight Cowboy. Orange juice, oh, nice. It's nice. Orange juice, oh, nice. 
My parents didn't really censor anything, but I did read Lolita well before I was old enough to understand exactly what was going on. Like, I watched The Exorcist in sixth grade. Way too young for a sixth grader to watch it. But somehow I got a VHS copy of it from a store that I was able to watch with my friends in a living room. So if we were able to do those types of things when we were that age, uh, we just have to assume that kids these days are bypassing parental controls or they're getting information that we don't know that they're getting. And so we don't want to pull any punches. We want to give them everything we possibly can so they're prepared to talk about it with other people and informed with facts. So how does Ryan approach complicated news topics so they're comprehensible to younger folks? Well, do you remember our episode that we made right after the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol? Yeah, we wanted to keep it as objective and simple as possible. So we focused on definitions, explaining words like sedition, terrorism, coup, and protest. Well, that's usually how they start with any complicated topic, definitions. For instance, with Ukraine, which was actually one of our most popular topics and one of our most requested topics from our listeners, uh, we gave our listeners like a glossary of terms that adults and everyone in the news is using to talk about Ukraine. Uh, So, for instance, we explained the difference between uh, Kiev and Kiev and how uh, the Russians used Kiev and how Ukrainians use Kiev. So we try and find ways to give kids the language and the framework to talk about it with other people as well. Something I sometimes forget is that our show was created to emulate a classroom. A former producer, Logan Shannon, wrote Schoolhouse Rock for Adults on a post-it note in 2016. I mean, the show is called Civics 101. Yeah, and we used to say stuff like classes in session, folks. And, you know, we don't do that anymore. But you and I are not teachers. We're not in a classroom every day. So this stuff's useful. Okay, so tip number one is to start with definitions so kids have a framework. What's next? Next is letting go of what you think they should know about any given topic. So we think it's good to basically ask kids, how did you hear about it? How do you feel about it? What do you want to know? Uh, So an example is like when Dr. Fauci came on to talk about uh, the vaccine for COVID, uh, we thought they'd want to know, obviously, like, how do vaccines work? Uh, When is it coming to me? But like one of the kid questions we got was, can I give COVID to my cat? So of course, that's a question that a kid wants to know, but it's really important to kind of check in with them to see because we don't know what kind of information they've already gotten about it. And so we think it's important to give kids space to tell you what they know and what they want to know before you explain everything. Another thing I wanted to talk to Ryan about is something that I struggle with in my own family. How to talk to younger folks about truly horrific things. At almost every public school in the country, including the one my kids go to, 95% of them do some sort of lockdown or active shooter drill. Guns are the leading cause of death of kids in the United States, surpassing car accidents, cancer, and poisoning. And so I asked Ryan, do you even talk about that on your show? And not only do they talk about that, they did a whole episode for grown-ups on how to talk to your kids about gun violence. You can't hide those facts that there was a school shooting. So we can tell kids that there was a school shooting, but we don't try and glorify it. We don't try. We unfortunately have to recognize that this is a normal thing at this point um, and that we have to mention it. But we obviously don't like to say the shooter's name or glorify the shooter. 
Um, if anything, we're looking to dive more into something like gun legislation. And so we had someone like Shannon Watts on our show who can speak to that and the people that are uh, working towards the things that are keeping our kids safe. Um, so then we can also talk about the Second Amendment and break that down as to what the Constitution said, why it said that, um, and why people believe that you need those things. So I think it's important in this day and age to listen to your kids and learn what they know uh, because they have more information than we can even fathom. So if you, instead of just looking at teaching your kids constantly, think about what you can learn from them and ask them what they know because you might be surprised and you might find that they have some information you didn't have or you might find that they have the wrong information that you have to have these conversations about it. So I think communication is just so key in uh, dealing with children and the more questions you ask them the more surprised and delighted you'll be so if you've got young ones in your life and you want something to listen to in the car or in the kitchen I highly recommend The 10 News. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts. And please make sure to leave a fire, starry eyes, or sideways laughing emoji in the comments if you do. We're going to be back next Tuesday with a full episode as always. And keep being civil or not. All right.